Hello, everybody. Today's episode is number 70, and it's about RV generators. Which RV generator or inverter-style generator do you want to get or should you get to run your RV? That's the question that's always being asked, and so I'm going to give you the answer today. So I want to welcome you to the show. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV, your best RV podcast. The podcast that is for the RVer who wants to do the work himself or just wants to know how things work on his RV. Today's episode is number 70. And as I said, it's about RV generators and it's going to be specifically about inverter type RV generators. Or I shouldn't say RV generators, but that's kind of how they get referenced. Inverter style generators that you use with your RV. And the big thing is to run an air conditioner. Don't forget to share this episode with your family, your friends, fellow RVers, someone you know is going to buy an RV, someone who has a used one they're fixing up. And don't forget, you can use the contact us page on Arizona RV to get a hold of me if you have questions or want to run something by me. And I read every email I get, so take advantage of that. Just let you know, I do have a brick and mortar retail store and I have several websites and I sell products on those websites. And you can find links to them at RadioArizonaRV.com. And it's at the bottom of the homepage. It's not at the top. It's at the bottom. And I don't sell everything I talk about on the website, just so you know that. Just There's reasons, one reason or another. Sometimes I'll have things for a while, and sometimes I run out, and that's it. But anyway, that's the gig for selling on the Internet. So now... Let's talk about COVID-19. I, I laugh a little bit here because I've been talking about it, you know, in each episode for a while now. And it's just, it kind of just, I don't know if it changes, you know, it, it, COVID-19 has kind of died down, but now it's having a resurgence like here in Montana as of J- July 15th or actually July 16th. It's now mandated that you're supposed to wear masks anytime you're in public and other states have already been doing that. Now it's changing in Montana. Montana was one of the, you know, least affected states. And now it's, it's seen a resurgence. And even when COVID was as, as highest during the winter time, we still weren't required to wear masks, but now we're required to wear masks. So things are changing here. This isn't going away. As I've said, you know, we're going to see this right into 2021 probably. So that's why it's good to get an RV, fix it or fix up your old one. Make sure you got a place to just get away, man. Just decompress, unwind, not have to worry about it. Go someplace where you can touch things and not have to sanitize it every time you move around, you know. And also, with that being said, the RV industry is still running out of parts. It's getting thinner and thinner. Prices are going up. You know, I order the same stuff week after week. What I'm seeing is when I get a new product, even if it's just a few days after already receiving that product, let's say on Monday I, I receive you know, 10 purple widgets. When I reorder them on Tuesday, I get them Wednesday, and those 10 same 10 purple widgets are more money. So prices are going up. Everything changes when there's a big thing like this, a pandemic, even customer service. A lot of places like UPS, Amazon, eBay, they have no phone support anymore. And do you think they're going to have some phone support when all this is done? Probably not. Things change. We're going to come out on the other side of COVID-19, and it's going to be a different world. 
kind of like World War One, World War Two. Things are going to be different. And this is worldwide. So it's changing the dynamics. All the people out of work, the, everything takes longer to process orders. Like we're backed up on orders. And UPS is running slower. We ship things. It takes longer to get. We order stuff. It takes longer to get. A lot of things happening. And it affects the RV industry. You know, it's just RV industry has kind of been unaffected by a lot of things over the years or the decades. But now it's being affected. You know, the economy affects it. And something like this certainly does. The pandemic worldwide. I guess exercise patience when you order things. Don't expect to see it tomorrow. Things take longer. UPS, like our UPS trucks deliver here. They're jam-packed with uh, merchandise, with boxes. I mean, they show up, and it's just incredible how full they are. So UPS drivers, I mean, they're just working it. Everybody is at UPS. I'm not sticking up for UPS or anything, but just be patient. It's taking longer for things to get to their destination. They're getting stuck in hubs. And, you know, I bring it up because we get the phone calls, people asking, where's my order? Where's my order? And we get it. You know, you you want to get it done and all that, but... Things are just happening out there. It's just hard to deal with. So that's enough about that. That's my little rant, I guess you might say, or whatever. Thanks for listening. Now we're going to get into episode number 70, and it's about RV inverter-style generators. I keep saying RV. I throw RV in the front of just about everything. You know, I'm talking to my mom and say, you know, everything RV. And she's quit saying RV. (laughs) So it's a bad habit, but... Anyway, inverter-style generators, and you know, there are a ton of these on the market. I did a quick search, and I'm just going to list off the names. Just so, this is just a sprinkling. You have Generac, Caterpillar, Kohler, Onan, Yamaha, Honda, Energizer, Westinghouse, Predator, Harbor Freight has their brand, Hui Paul, Champion, Furman, Wynn, Buffalo, Duramax, Powerhouse, Briggs & Stratton, Simpson, Sportsman, SUA, Rock Pals, Craftsman, Ryobi, Alibaba advertises on their website, cheap generators. So these are like no-brand no generators. Electric Dynamo, Durastar, and Kippur. Now, Kippur is at the end of my list because that's the last one I put on here. But, you know, Kippur is kind of one of the beginning or the new generator. Well, how do I say this? 12 years ago, when these inverter-style generators started really hitting the market, Kippur was one of the first ones to come out with a cheap generator, an inverter-style generator. And they were okay in quality. They weren't awesome, but they were okay. We sold them. Finally quit selling them, though, because realized, hey, these are more problems than they're worth. Since then, you know, over the years, the last, let's say, 12, 14 years, <laughs> everybody and their brother, you know, I hate to sound cliche there, has come out with an inverter-style generator. Why are they doing it? Because it's a huge market. It's not just for the RV market. Homeowners, contractors, you know, anybody that can use portable power is buying a generator. And, you know, the questions that come up, though, are which ones are the best? And so, you know, that's a tough question. It's like when you're talking about buying a car, you might say, which, or let's say a new truck, which truck's the best? Or you're going to look at just a few brands, Ford, Chevy, Dodge, Toyota, Nissan. You're not going to have a choice of 50 different brands. When you walk into a store, there's not going to be, you know, 
12 different brands. When you go to the dealership, it's just the same brands, different versions of that brand, you know, an F-150, 250, 350. But then you decide, well, I want to get an F-350. I need a one-ton truck. So you narrow it down. Then when you're only looking at one-ton trucks, so that thins it out. Generators are completely different. And again, we're talking about inverter style. The other style, you know, the construction style, just the frame on them, they're noisy. They're, they're not the same. So inverter style is what we want for an RV. But there's so many brands. And the big question is, you know, which one do I buy? And Yamaha and Honda are always at the top of the list. Those are the two players that have been in this market for a long time. In fact, they've been making engines for a long time. Think about Yamaha motorcycles, Honda motorcycles, Honda cars. Yamaha's into power sports of all different kinds. So is Honda. I mean, Honda makes a jet. These guys know engines inside and out. And, you know, they sell their engines to other people, but probably discriminately. They're not going to sell to anybody and everybody. They don't want their names smeared into the mud. Briggs and Stratton sells their engine to everybody for better or worse. You know, well, it has a Briggs and Stratton motor. There was a time where Briggs and Stratton was a huge name, and it still is today, but it doesn't have the same impact that it used to. Briggs and Stratton meant, meant quality. I don't know what it means today because they're in so many different products that some of those products are good and some of them are bad. So maybe they just make cheap motors for this guy and good motors for this guy. I'm not really sure, so don't beat me up over that. I mean, there's so much of this stuff happening right now. There's pressure sprayers, pressure washers with Briggs and Stratton motors. Go-karts, I mean, their motors are everywhere. And there's different quality. We know there is. Now, how do you choose a generator? You know, I keep coming back to this. Let's start with Honda. Honda's been doing this for a long time, and they make a good generator. Honda's probably been the go-to name for a quality generator for decades. If you want a good generator, you go to Honda. And remember, you know, let's say 15 years ago, there weren't a lot of choices on generators. It was pretty thin. You know, you had just a several brands and that was it. Kind of like the automotive market. If you're looking for a truck, as I used in my example, but it's changed, but has Honda changed? No, they haven't changed for the worse. They've changed for the better. They improve on their products year after year. And, you know, their generator might look the same for the several years, but there could be little tweaks and changes inside of it that make it better. Something inside the carburetor, the fuel system that you don't even know, but they made it better. Maybe they did have a problem. They worked out the bug. Honda has been that go-to name for a long time, but Honda generators come with a price tag. You know, a 3,000-watt generator on Honda's website is about $2,500, $2,600. A 2200 watt is about 1300 bucks. And Honda has map pricing. So that's the pricing that everybody sticks with, you know, dealerships, Honda dealerships, Yamaha dealerships. They might make you a deal, but their advertised pricing is always the same. And in today's world, we don't like that because we want to find the best price and we want to get that Honda generator for $1,000 less. It's not going to happen. Kind of like an iPhone. You pay what you pay for an iPhone. You pay what you pay for an iPad. Chainsaws. You get a steel chainsaw. You pay the same price whether you go to this store, that store, buy it online. They control the pricing, which is good. You might not like hearing that, but it's good. It keeps the prices up so the guys that are selling this stuff can actually make some money. And it keeps their name out of the mud, too, because they have a good name and they don't want to have it 
trampled down with all the other generators out there that are most, for the most part, low quality generators. Honda is one brand. Yamaha is another brand. Yamaha is right up there in price too. Honda and Yamaha are very similar. The quality is very similar. The, their lineup of generators is similar. The pricing is very close. You know, and some of them, Yamaha might have one or two more models than Honda does. But all in all, it's, you know, pretty easy to compare. And so then it's down to what do you prefer, Honda or Yamaha? Now, I have a Honda 3,000-watt inverter generator. Had it for years. The thing runs great, works good, no problems. I don't use it as much as I should, but I do run it regularly to make sure that gas is flowing through there and it's not going to go bad from just sitting. And that's, you know, another thing is portable generators. I'm trying to decide if I want to make this change right now, but portable generators versus built-in generators. I think are a better way to go. You know, if you're buying a new RV and it has a built-in generator, more than likely it's going to be an Onan. And I think Onan makes a great product, but not for an RV because they need to be run. The guy that owns a, a, a business where he's using his Onan generator every day or a company that does, you know, maybe it's the cable company. They have an Onan on their boom truck. It gets fired up every day. They run it under load. They're not going to have the same problems with that as an RV or is. And I know some RVers with generators in them, they don't have a lot of problems. And it's probably because they're not using it that often if they ever start it up. But Onan even says, if you don't run your generator, it will literally go bad. And they'll only cover stuff under warranty. You know, they look at the hours, how many hours are on it. So they start looking at things, you know, we're not going to cover this even though it's under warranty because you haven't run your generator enough. Your carburetor is bad because you didn't run your generator enough. Your stator and rotor went bad because you don't have enough hours on your generator. If you buy an RV with a built-in generator, you need to run that generator. You need to run it every month. And I would run it for, you know, two, three hours under load every month. Keep that fuel going through it. Keep the stator and rotor working. Make sure that thing is in good shape. So if you do have warranty issues, they'll cover it. And when you're out of warranty, just keep it going. And you'll learn the hard way if you don't do that. And sometimes you can get a generator running and it seems okay, but then it won't carry a load and that can be other issues. For me, I'm not a fan of the built-in generators for an RV unless you really use it all the time and just make sure that thing stays running and running good and take it to a good qualified Onan Cummins service center to get maintenance done on it. A lot of places say they work on Onan generators, but all they can do is change plugs, fuel fuel filters, oil filters, and oil, and they really can't dial them in for carrying a load. So you need to be cautious there. Okay, now back to the inverter portable generators. Got sidetracked, back on track here. Yamaha is what I was talking about. And Yamaha and Honda both, they have ones you can run parallel. In other words, you can take two 2,000-watt generators and plug them in together and create basically a 4,000-watt generator, which is pretty cool. And I kind of like that. You know, it's two motors you got to maintain. But what's kind of sweet is if you were actually out RVing and one of them died for whatever reason, you know, let's say the fuel filter went bad. and Well, you at least have one going. You may not be able to, may not be able to run your air conditioner unless you have a, an easy start on your air conditioner, which I talked about in a previous episode. If you don't have an easy start, then you're not going to be able to run an air conditioner, but at least you have a generator that will run everything else in your RV. That's kind of cool about having the two 
2,000 watt ones or 2,200 watt ones that you can run parallel. You know, a little parallel kit, you know, depending on the brand is going to cost, you know, 200 bucks, $150. It just depends. That's a nice way to go. And some of them, actually, it's just a cord, too. You just one cord. It wise, you know, goes from two generators into one. That makes life kind of cool. Then you have two generators. You know, if you're at home, you know, you can, your buddy wants to borrow your generator for something, you know, you can loan it to him, but you still have another generator. <laughs> so just in case you need one, depending on where you live, maybe the power goes out quite a bit. When I was in Arizona, our power went out pretty regular. You know, a butterfly would flap its wings and the power would go down, you know, a pole would fall someplace. Then you have to be a storm. I had two generators always ready on, not on standby, but ready to go, you know, and it all figured out what I was going to do when I was going to do it. And that's how often our power went out and we didn't have power. We obviously didn't have air conditioning and we didn't have water either. And water is a big thing. You know, you kind of miss it. You know, you want to take a shower at the end of the day. That's the, you know, kind of the advantage of having two generators, you know, and you can run them parallel. But then again, it's, it is two engines you got to maintain. And if you own an RV, you own a tow vehicle, you own a couple cars, you maybe own an ATV, a side-by-side. See, it just adds to the engines, the maintenance. Maybe one generator is the way to go. So then you step up and buy like a 3,200-watt one or a 3,000-watt. You get up into that higher range so that way you can run your air conditioner and everything in your RV if you don't have an easy start, which, again, as I talked about in a previous episode. But Honda and Yamaha are the two brands. And if you're, if you can afford it and you don't want to mess around with anything else on the market, just buy one of those. Don't give it any second thought. Just buy it. If you can afford it, just buy it. It's that simple. Now I'm going to throw a little bit of a wrench into that. As I said it, you know, I was thinking about energizer generators. Energizer is fairly new on the market and they make a really good generator. I know the whole backstory to it. I'm not going to bore you with it because it'd take a while to explain it. But before they launch their generators here in the U.S., they're already making them in Canada. They're selling them in Canada. And I think it's under the Hyundai name. Not 100% sure on that. I've heard so many different things lately. But anyway, they make a quality generator, and they're a lot less money than a Honda or Yamaha. We're talking half the price or less. You can get an Energizer 2,000-watt for $650. That's a 2000 P. So you can run it parallel with another one. Their 3200 RV and their 3200 P are about 1100 bucks. The RV has a, a 30 amp outlet on it for RV use. The 3200 P doesn't have that 30 amp outlet, but you can run it parallel. So you could have two 3200 watt generators running together if you wanted to. There's a big difference in price, but energizers have really done well and they're not falling apart. They compare themselves to Honda and Yamaha. They've stepped right up and said, you know what? We're the solution. If you can't afford one of those, you can afford one of ours. And we've sold Energizer. We've had, you know, a little bit of disagreement on with them about the pricing. So we haven't had them in stock consistently. Like right now I have some in stock, getting a few more in because I'm buying them from businesses like in the construction industry where they just couldn't sell them. So I'm buying them up. and because I can get them at a better price than I can through Energizer. You know, so you see, I, I believe in their product. Just if they're not going to sell it to me at a good price, I'm just not going to sell it. But I'm also not going to tell you or anybody else that comes into my store that, 
I'll just buy this cheaper brand, you know, because I'm mad at Energizer. It doesn't work that way, you know. I have to give you good advice. Honda and Yamaha, if you can afford it, just buy one. But if you don't want to spend that kind of money, but you still want a really good quality generator that compares with Honda and Yamaha, buy an Energizer. They have proven to be a quality generator. Now, what about all the other brands out there? You know, I'm, I li- named off a list. I don't know how many are on there. 20, 25, something like that. That's just the beginning of it. You know, when you really start shopping, you go into stores, they're going to have all the different brands. And depending on what store you go to, the big box stores, you know, they're going to have their brands. And it doesn't end. And then it's confusing. Looking online right now, here's one, BHG. It looks like a the cheapest generator you could get, probably 50 bucks. I'm not even going to click on it to see what the price is. It, it makes it real confusing. I was talking to a customer the other day, you know, he asked me what I recommended. And after I get done explaining everything, he goes, okay, well, I bought two 2,000-watt generators from Home Depot for $750. And he says, they're priced individually at about the same price. They're just having a special, a twofer, you know? And like, yeah, why wouldn't you buy two? You know, the price might be wrong. You know, I don't remember everything everybody tells me, but it, you know, it was two and it was ridiculously cheap. And you know what, before I go on, I want to say something too. When you shop for stuff and you go to a website or you go online and you see these things like the 10 best generators, the 10 best RVs, the 10 best sewer hoses, the 10 best water hoses, the 10 best, the 10 best, and the reviews and all that, those websites are designed to sell you a product. And they get a commission on everything they sell because they're going to have Amazon links or some a link to someplace where they're getting a commission. Can you really trust those websites? And there's a ton of them out there. They are not looking out your best interest. They're looking out. They're they're not even in the RV industry. I'll bet most of these guys that have these websites because it's how they make a living. They're at home and they're comparing stuff and they see, hey, this sells pretty good. So if I throw that on my website and I just copy all the, the content from the manufacturer's website, put it on mine, personalize it, and they make it sound real good. Like they've been trusting all this stuff and they've been using it. The majority of them haven't. They don't have a clue. They're just trying to get you to click on a link and buy something. And it's software. It's everything. The 10 best leather coats. Everything is like that. The 10 best watches. Those websites are not looking out for your best interest. If you want to just see what 10 brands they recommend as a starting point, maybe you could do that. But when you click on that website and then you go to Amazon, even if you're out of that website, they're still going to get a commission if you buy the same thing that's on their website. The cookies are what follow you. Be cautious there. They're not always going to be looking out for your best interest. And, you know, there's very few people that are doing stuff on the Internet that are. In general, people are out for themselves today. And that's one thing that I can say about myself and pride myself on is I'm not going to tell you something that I don't believe in. I'm not going to sell you something I don't believe in. I'm always going to try to give you the best information. And it's important that you know that. Because you can trust what I say. Now, maybe I I don't have the right answer, but I'm seriously trying to give you the right answer. Maybe in your situation, yeah, I misunderstand it if you're talking to me. 
and I tell you something, you're like, that don't make sense. Maybe it's just because I didn't understand what you're telling me, but I'm giving you the, trying to give you the best answer possible. You got to find the, the people you can trust, the stores, the businesses that you can trust, that guy at the parts counter you can trust. So anyways, now back to this. And I bring these things up because I'm looking online while I'm talking and I see all these, you know, best generator reviews and stuff, the most quiet, the biggest, the most powerful. And yeah, it's just the same nonsense. But anyway, so if you were, if we're looking at generators, so let's say we rule out Honda, we rule out Yamaha, we rule out Energizer. You're not going to buy any one of those. You're, you're going to just go for cheap because you don't want to spend the money. It's not that big of a deal to you. You're thinking, you know, if I spend 500 bucks on a generator, and it lasts me for a year. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. If I spend 600 bucks, 700 bucks, but you know, I'm, I'm drawing the line here there. I want a 3000 watt generator for the least amount of money. Like Onan has their new 4,500 watt, you know, it's sold out overnight. I think it was 1200 bucks, something like that. And yeah, you start to question that Onan has their name on it, but is it a good generator? You know, that's a lot of generator for like $1,200. And Onan has been in the portable business or portable generator market for a long time, you know, for a long time. But they haven't really made the name for themselves like Honda and Yamaha have. So you kind of wonder, is it just a piece of junk generator? That I don't know. I'd imagine it's probably okay because their name's on it. Maybe Onan's out. You're not going to buy an Onan, you know, because that seems like it's more money, even though it's 4,500 watts, like $1,200, $1,300. But you just, nah, I just don't want to spend that much. Here's the bottom line. My brother and I were talking about this recently. And I've been kind of threatening to do one of these podcasts for a while about generators. And I was really going to do one about Energizer. But I've decided not to because they just make a good product. And I don't need to go on about those for a half an hour. My brother and I were talking about it and, you know, cause he sells construction equipment. And so generators are part of his lineup and he was pretty impressed with the Energizer. In fact, he um, has carried them. He sold them. He's had no regrets. He's helping me actually find some of these Energizer generators that I'm buying from construction guys, you know, but anyway, we are talking about all the different brands on the market and the confusion it's created and how people shop. And really, we came to the conclusion is, if you don't want to buy a Honda, Yamaha, or an Energizer, then pick anything. It almost isn't going to matter. And yes, some of the stuff is just pure junk, but it's priced so cheap that who cares? And other brands like Champion, who's been around for a while, and maybe Furman, you know, they don't have the greatest reputation, but they've kind of stood the test of time. You know, they've champion was out in the early days. They came out after Kippur, if I'm not mistaken, but they've hung around. I mean, Kippur is still around, but champion has a bigger name. There's, there's more advertising dollars put into it. You see them in more auto parts stores in different places. So I would say champions kind of hanging in there, but just, it, it almost doesn't matter. Just go to the store where you want to spend your money and buy what they have. It's that simple because you don't know what you're going to get. And that sounds crazy. And normally I don't work this way. Don't think this way. Like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'd insist that you buy a Honda. Well, I can't do that because it's your money. If you don't want to spend a thousand bucks, if you don't want to spend $700, if you don't want to spend $600, 
then just buy whatever. You can compare a few. Let's say you go into the big box stores and they have three brands there. Just look at the three brands. Which one has the, the coolest color? Which one sounds like it's going to be the best? The sales guy, if he says, oh, we've been selling a ton of these. Well, maybe that's the one to buy. Because at the end of the day, if you don't use it all the time and it's not that important, then who cares? The only thing you're going to have to face is when you're out RVing, will it start every time? That's probably the most critical thing. Will it start? But when you're, when you're dealing with a lot of low quality stuff, like maybe you go to Harbor Freight. I've heard they have a lifetime warranty on their generators. If you want to run the generator into the ground and take it back, get a new one, then do that. But I don't think the conversation needs to drag on anymore. It's real simple. <laughs> Just buy what you want to spend your money on. You know, if 300 bucks is your budget. That's your budget. The decision's made. It's real simple. And I'm not trying to sound sarcastic here either. It's just reality. I mean, my brother and I, we've had conversations about this, like we're talking about political campaigns or something. And we just came to that conclusion. People should just buy what they want to buy. You know, if it's not the the three major brands, and that includes Energizer as one of the three, then just buy whatever. Oh, here, I just saw another one. Hyundai makes a generator. Well, that's the U.S. version. But anyway, Honeywell, they make a brand or they have their own generators. So there's so many just go to the store you like to go. Maybe um, you go to one of the big box stores. You have one of their, their charge cards. You know, Maybe that's just where you want to shop. You don't want to pay cash for it. You're going to put it on a card and you want to use their charge card. You get something back or rewards. Then go ahead and do that. You're going to get what you get. And even some of these cheap ones, you might buy one that will last you forever. You'll be amazed. And 15 years from now, you've used it every weekend and the thing still runs, no problems. You can get parts for it because that can be an issue too. You buy it and where do you get parts later on? Who's going to work on it? That's always a problem that you face. Honda, Yamaha, you absolutely know where you can get it worked on. Now, not every dealership works on them that sells Honda and Yamaha motorcycles and stuff. They have to be a generator dealer as well, but you have some options there. All right, so I'm going to stop there. I can probably go on for another 30 minutes, but just choose the one you want to spend money on. You know, which one looks best out if you're if you're comparing the inexpensive inverter style generators and just go to the store where you normally buy it, want to buy it or the online and just do the comparison and eeny, meeny, miny, mo and pick one. And you might be happy with it. You might not, but it might not matter. doesn't matter which brand you buy, you know, because they all say they do the same thing. Ours is better. All right, so I hope that that helps and doesn't just make it worse. I mean, that's not my normal, you know, how I operate, I guess, my mode of operation. But I think it's just what we need to boil it down to because you can't compare all these cheap generators. You can't compare them. You can't put them side by side and start doing these comparisons. You know, it'd take weeks for you to, months for you to buy a generator. Or if you, you'd probably just give it up. I forget it. You know, I'm not even going to buy one. So anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening and I want to encourage you to go to our website sunpromfg.com if you're in the market for a slide out awning fabric or a patio awning fabric you know we have the best slide out awning fabrics on the planet we have 13 18 ounce war or 13 and 18 ounce fabrics we have a three five and ten year warranty each fabric is unique to itself it's not just a different or it's not the same fabric with different warranties 
and they're durable and they are tough. They're built to last. So check that out at sunpromfg.com. And again, I want to thank you for listening. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV, your best RV podcast.